are Locked On Pistons, your daily Detroit Pistons podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Seconds left, he's got the ball, he should have it. Isaiah hangs out of the ball, flips it up to the Raptors. Detroit is the city of champions again. Detroit Basketball! What up? Welcome to the Lockdown Pistons Podcast for episode for Thursday, June the 18th, and a new GM in Detroit. It seems like a great hire. This is your boy Matt Shook, the host of the Lockdown Pistons Podcast. Speaking of great hires, sports writer here in Detroit City covering sports gambling for PlayMichigan.com. Pistons fan and follower my whole life and a sports newspaper reporter for over a decade as well. Today's episode brought to you by Built Bar, the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Great customer service, by the way. They will take care of you if there are any issues. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKDOWN. You'll get $10 off your first order. Also, they've got all the bars on special, kind of a closeout sale right now with proceeds going to charity. No reason to not jump on the Built Bar train. Thanks for listening. Thanks for spreading the word about the Lockdown Pistons podcast. Today, we are talking about all Troy Weaver. Passing along the bio, what you need to know. Also going to maybe throw some water a little bit on you guys. Uh, I hate to be that guy all the time, but I'll just kind of explain to you why I'm not going crazy about the hire. Again, nothing against Troy Weaver, just more of an organizational lull that we're going through. And also some things about the process that I didn't like, including some uh, news or notes that were passed along about the process earlier this week that I wanted to point out to you guys that you probably missed. We're also going to hear from you guys, your thoughts on Troy Weaver, Weaver, the hire. I threw it out there on the Lockdown Pistons Twitter account and got some good responses from some excited fans and some people hopeful that maybe this month is a little bit of a change in the whole Detroit sports culture given the Red Wings got the lottery next week. The Tigers had, sounds like a nice draft with Spencer Torkelson coming aboard. So, hey, maybe it's a new day for Detroit sports. Give me a follow on Twitter. At the aforementioned Locked on Pistons Twitter account, right as it sounds, Locked on Pistons. Also, my Twitter account, Matt underscore Shook, S-C-H-O-C-H. Another underscore to that, give us a follow on the Play Michigan Twitter account, Play underscore Michigan as well. And then follow us, like us, whatever it is, on Facebook, Locked on Pistons dash. Matt Shook, but Troy Weaver, the four-year deal to join as the Pistons general manager, according to Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN.com. Information from the press release of the Detroit Pistons, Troy Weaver, 52 years old. He joins the staff after spending 12 seasons with the Oklahoma City Thunder, including the last three, plus as vice president of basketball operations. He has been critical to the Thunder's success. Let's start from the top. Washington, D.C. native, graduated from Prince George's Community College in 1991, where he played one season of basketball spent four seasons as an assistant coach at Syracuse University. Before that, he was a very successful AAU coach. That's right, not a lot of folks coming up through the AAU ranks to become coaches. The D.C. Assault and uh, won the AAU Tournament of Champions in 1996. Went on to become a college assistant coach at Pitt after that, and then New Mexico, and then, like I said, Syracuse after that including the recruitment of Carmelo Anthony from the D.C. area to join Syracuse there and won the national championship. If only the Detroit Pistons saw that NCAA tournament in 2003 and thought that maybe it was a good idea to draft that guy with the number two pick in the draft. 
Weaver went from Syracuse to the Utah Jazz, where he was a head scout from 04 to 07, promoted by the Jazz to be director of player personnel in 07 and 08, and then joined Sam Presti and the Oklahoma City Thunder in 2008. And uh, day-to-day basketball operations, and uh, yeah, just a lot of success, obviously, with the organization. They uh, built it up with James Harden and Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant at first, then lost all those guys, lost Paul George in the trade as well. But, you know, has remained competitive as an organization, obviously because a lot of the assets they've acquired from some of those players and some shrewd moves. You know, throw Steven Adams drafting, Serge Ibaka drafting in there as well, pulling the, the right move with Russell Westbrook, moving on from him for Chris Paul on a draft pick, getting the nice little King's ransom for Paul George. That's got OKC set up pretty well with Chris Paul and Shea Gilgis-Alexander and a whole boatload of picks going forward as well. So it's a team that's hot right now, and the Pistons struck while the iron is hot and certainly did that. The news was that the Pistons were coveting Troy Weaver in 2018 and that Oklahoma City blocked them from even uh, going ahead and interviewing at the time. Troy Weaver in the release says, It's an honor for me to join a franchise with the history and tradition of the Detroit Pistons. I'm excited for the challenge of building this team into a consistent winner and assembling the pieces to compete at a very high level. We'll get to work right away, evaluating opportunities and installing systems that will make us all successful. Apparently an early next week press availability coming for Troy Weaver and the Detroit media, end quote, by the way, in case you didn't catch that. Tom Gorris in the press release has got a quote as well, even though Pistons fans probably don't want to hear anything Tom Gorris says at this point. Tom says, Troy is an outstanding executive with an exceptional track record for identifying and developing talent. Talking with Troy, he's got both the skill and temperament to lead and the confidence and creativity to work collaboratively with others. We're excited for him to take on the reins as general manager of the Pistons at this important moment. Ed and the team have done excellent work creating flexibility with our roster and establishing a clear direction. Troy comes aboard to help us take us to the next level, end quote. I've got some takes as you can imagine, I'll tell you why I'm not screaming and shouting in ecstasy. And also some things about the process that I didn't like that I heard about this week. That's coming up next year on the Locked on Pistons podcast. But hey, got to tell you guys about Built Bar. Great deals, 50, 50% off the inventory if you double up on boxes. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. It really is. It's the thing that I lean on to get me out of bed. The coffee, the Built Bar, that'll get you through a few hours. Get a little exercise in you before lunch. And I'm ready to roll. Feeling good these days. Had a little bit of a lull there pre-Built Bars during the pandemic, but I think I'm back. Built Bars are tasty. It's the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. All sorts of amazing flavors, more than 16 of them, a bunch of them with chocolate and nuts. Other ones nut-free as well. The bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They are soft and easy to chew. But second most important to the taste is that they are healthy. They're great for the health-conscious guy. You can lose or maintain the weight while indulging in a delicious treat. These are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber. Those are the marks you want to hit on all four of those uh, profiles there. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON. You get $10 off your first order. Use promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. And I get the little morning pick-me-up from Built Bar, but then come evening time, i got to unwind a little bit, and that's where Mima Remedies comes in. That's right, I'm a, I'm a machine. I'm a robot. I've got a fill up the battery in the morning and start to decharge it at night. 
And that's what I'm using Mima Remedies, the CBD company providing full-spectrum CBD hemp oil and flour owned by Michigan State alums and Southwest Michigan residents. Mima Remedies, I'm using the Lifter. That's my full-spectrum hemp-induced tincture, tincture that I'm using. Two ingredients in this stuff, USDA-certified organic C MCT oil derived from coconuts and also CO2-extracted full-spectrum CBD from hemp organically grown in Oregon, where Mima founder Brandon, Brandon Denler got his start in the industry working with other Michigan State alums. To celebrate Mima's first season growing their hemp in the great state of Michigan, that's right, buy local, we are giving Lockdown listeners 25% off at MimaRemedies.com. Again, use promo code LOCKDOWN at M-I-M-A, Remedies, R-E-M-E-D-I-E-S.com. Full spectrum extract retains the terpenes and flavor of hemp flour with no attitude, additives and flavoring. A lot of attitude, but no additives. All products are third-party tested, always below 0.3% THC. Find Mima Remedies on Instagram. M-I-M-A Remedies, R-E-M-E-D-I-E-S is the handle there. Facebook as well, and also check them out on their website, MimaRemedies.com. If you're looking for a high-quality CBD products from a brand that you could trust, Mima is a match made in Michigan. Yes, sir! All right, a little bit later on, we're going to go to you guys, your reactions from the Troy Weaver hiring, and we'll play some more next week if you got them, too. Give us a call on the Google voicemail line, 810-666-1546. Leave us a short message, under 60 seconds or so. Give us your name, tell us where you're at. And your thoughts on Troy Weaver coming aboard, but let's talk about Troy Weaver. I like the hire. It's the guy that I wanted lately from the final group. Um, I wanted to say welcome to Troy Weaver. I hope it all works out here for him and the Detroit Pistons. The guy seems like that he's earned his spot here running a team in the NBA and a guy that certainly seems like he's got the chops as well. As we go back here on my takes about the general manager search, the guy that I most wanted back from the start uh, was Shane Battier of the Miami Heat. And once again, it seems like he wasn't really involved. His name never came up other than some original lists. And it sounds like that maybe the stance that he wasn't interested from two years ago seems to probably be carrying over there. And I can't blame him, you know. You go down and play uh, and, and learn down from one of the best organizations in basketball, a team that's probably going to be a continued winner year in and year out. Uh, for Pat Riley and Eric Spolstra, and maybe there's an idea that Shane Battier keeps ascending in that organization in time as he continues to learn, continues working on his craft, as people like Troy Weaver had done in very good organizations like the Oklahoma City Thunder. So can't blame Shane Battier. Uh, hope that uh, you know comes back to Michigan at some point, maybe spend some time here in his home. But uh, again, uh, no hard feelings here. After that, you know, and I'm, I'm sure I'm with a lot of you guys, that, you know, there's a part of your heart that wants a Chauncey Billups reunion, right? Tayshawn Prince, maybe even still coming over as assistant general manager. Who knows? Although apparently it seems like Troy Weaver is going to have the final call on the rest of his front office staff. But, and, you know, hey, throw Joe D, throw Isaiah in there too. The heart wants those things sometimes, right? And credit to James Edwards III of The Athletic for kind of throwing some water on the Chauncey and Tayshon stuff right away. And it didn't seem like that those guys really became serious candidates at any point uh, to be the general manager. And again, uh, I'm sure that they would love to have Chauncey Billups come in as assistant general manager and learn. But I'm sure Chauncey has other opportunities and wants to keep what he's doing that's a little bit less stressful, a little bit more spotlight, a little less grunt work on TV, and probably more money 
too. And, uh, you know, maybe the competitive fire will burn at some point and he'll want to do the understudy type of stuff at some point. But when you're Chauncey Billups, life is pretty good right now, and I can understand him. Tayshawn, on the other hand, uh, probably a little bit more seasoning in the front office. And Chauncey probably looks at Tayshawn and says, man, a couple years and he's still not getting serious looks for the kind of job that I want right away. Um, I can understand, man. I can understand some of these guys, uh, especially, you know, big names like Chauncey that can get these TV jobs and are very – well-spoken and good at what they do uh, on those kind of communication platforms that why wouldn't you want to continue to, to do that? And uh, and that's a good gig. So credit to Chauncey for doing that. Tayshawn, uh, maybe he ends up with this organization at some point, although, man, hard to it, – it'd be a roll of the dice for him to take even a small promotion to the Pistons because you're with that Memphis organization. They're probably going to be doing a lot of winning here in this next decade or so. That could be a nice springboard for his career, although a little bit more money – a little bit more responsibility, a little bit of nostalgia of coming back to another organization that you played for in addition to Memphis. Of course, he's more known as a Detroit Piston, his first team, and then I believe his, maybe his last, no, not his last team, but a second go-round with the Pistons as well. But, you know, the process, talking about some of the other names that we heard, Stefan Bondi, uh, one, of, one of the New York papers, passed along kind of early on in the search that the three names were Wes Wilcox, Ryan McDonough, and Mark Hughes, three of the names, I shouldn't say, that he wasn't specifying that those were the three names, but three names that were talked about. Obviously, Mark Hughes came up in pretty much every uh, report about what the Pistons were doing, so I believe that he was uh, among the big names there, and maybe he could be a candidate for a number two guy if, if he sees more of an opportunity, more of a, a better role, maybe some more money with his home state Detroit Pistons as opposed to where he is now with the L.A. Clippers. But I was listening to the locked uh, the uh, the Dunked On podcast, Nate Duncan, uh, this week because uh, Mark Spears was on there, and I know he had the pointed tweet about the Pistons last week, or maybe the week before that we talked about, where he pointed out that the the five biggest decision makers in the Pistons front office right now were all white dudes. When we talk about Arn Tellum and Ed Stefanski and Pat Garrity, this was after Malik Rose left, and then you had Greg Polinski. And I might be missing another name there, but uh, forgive me. But Mark Spears talked about how it was an example of no diversity, especially in these times in this city. And I completely backed him up. Mark Spears of the Undefeated of ESPN, uh, one of the most uh, prominent journalists of the NBA, he was on the podcast with Nate Duncan talking about how you know he's, he's intimating that his tweet and that stance and maybe some things done behind the scenes were probably influential in what the Pistons did with their decision-making process. First of all, that's unfortunate that the media is uh, in some way dictating. And I'm not saying pressure was bad or that Mark Spears did anything wrong or bad. But the Pistons process should go as it should go and how it was planned out. If they're making changes based on some pressure being put on them, they shouldn't need that pressure to have a diverse candidate pool uh, to ultimately decide on picking a, a black uh, face of the franchise, so to speak, and uh, we pushed for it here on the Lockdown Pistons podcast. Maybe I should take credit for the whole thing and just say it was because of me saying that this team must hire a black general manager that that maybe it was because of that. But uh, but Mark Spears pointed out that in the podcast, kind of an off-handed comment, that because of the pressure that was put on, they ended up not interviewing one of the people that was being talked about for the job. Reading between the lines, to me, that probably means that Wes Wilcox, after being surfaced as a potential candidate and from some of the backlash, now again, 
Wes Wilcox was reprimanded when he was with the Atlanta Hawks general manager, with the, the Atlanta Hawks front office, during a time of, t- of tumult that they had after the Danny Ferry race comment on a conference call about Luol Deng situation. In the, uh, the wake of that, uh, Wes Wilcox made an insensitive racial comment to season ticket holders um, about, again, and this is the tangled web that we kind of weave. He was talking about his wife, who is black, and was saying kind of a, an offhanded joke about his wife and kids being black and that, again, I'm not going to try to, um, I don't have it in front of me, so I don't want to misrepresent it, but you can find it on the internet. But anyway, was reprimanded for a racial comment. He is a white guy, and it's just not the time uh, with that on his resume. So, um, and I agree with that. I don't think he should have been uh, interviewed by the Pistons, but if he was all sort to, all ready to be interviewed by the Pistons and then wasn't because his name surfaced publicly and then a journalist comes out there and says that he absolutely can't do the job, I'm agreeing with the fact that he shouldn't be considered, but why was he considered and then it was changed up later? You, you get my point there. So did it take public pressure for them to realize that? That seems like a bit of a misstep. Now, later on, it surfaces over the weekend from Mark Stein, who had it first, that it looks like Troy Weaver's job to lose. Woj tweets Monday morning that Mark Hughes and Jeff Peterson, uh, who I'd never heard of up until Monday morning with the Brooklyn Nets, who's several years younger than I am, and I'm not qualified for being old enough for this kind of job, um, in my opinion. But uh, just not a great list, really. Uh, And we talked about that earlier this week. Um, so, but yeah, big picture, um, I'm excited. I'm happy that, uh, Troy Weaver is coming aboard and I know that people are, you know, calling this a turning the page for the Pistons organization, a big day for the Detroit Pistons. I'm getting a lot of the enthusiasm from you guys on Twitter. I just don't have the confidence in this ownership group. And I mean that a, a citywide as well. I don't have confidences in the new, the new era of Illich's, uh, the Tigers and the Red Wings, the Lions, you never have competence there. And Tom Gores is showing to be, um, and again, I've defended Tom Gores a little bit more than maybe the average Detroit sports fan who's completely written him off, but certainly there's not a lot of success there from 2011 when he bought this team on. In fact, it's uh, it's much worse than that. No direction. Is this a new day? Has that changed with the hiring of Troy Weaver? Remains to be seen. Certainly we will give it a chance. Certainly we will give this new era a chance, and I'm excited, and I'm ho- hopeful that uh, that continues. And uh, Ed Stefanski, some credit to him. He kind of cleaned up this mess. Janitor Ed came in and swept the floor a little bit, produced a situation where it created an, created an attractive position for someone to come in and to do the job the way they wanted to do it. And Troy Weaver saw that, saw some merit, saw the history of the Detroit Pistons, which should not be discounted. We should uh, believe in that, and that should be a factor in these kind of things. And he's coming aboard. So it's a good day for the Detroit Pistons, long story short. But I wanted to go to the people and see what you guys had to say. We'll look for your take on Troy Weaver after this. That's coming up next here on the Lockdown Pistons podcast, which is a proud member of the Lockdown Network, your team every day. The Lockdown Podcast Network stands against racism and social injustice. That's why we, the hosts, are making personal donations to local and national organizations that are fighting for change. And in the month of June, Lockdown is matching the total of all host donations of up, up to an additional $10,000. To make your own donation along with us, please visit LockdownPodcasts.com slash Black Lives Matter. But hey, got to tell you guys all about RockAuto.com, the place to go for your auto parts needs. 
The chain stores, they've got different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. Not at rockauto.com. You can get the same prices and listings as the pros get. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. My brother still works in the auto part uh, field here in Metro Detroit. I brought up our new sponsor, rockauto.com, to him. He rolled his eyes, and that's a compliment to rockauto.com because that's tough competition. He knows that they do a good job. They do everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet for your ride. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need and a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and the do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com also wanted to point out that tonight the Pistons GT team is back in action. They had their group play on Tuesday. They went 2-2. Two and two. Everyone went 2-2 two and two in their three-team group, but they won the tiebreaker, and they're moving on to tonight's quarterfinals against Jazz Gaming, 2 out of 3, 7 and 8 o'clock for 2, 9 o'clock if necessary. That's going to be on ESPN2 tonight. If they move on to the semifinals, those will be on Friday night along with the finals of the tip-off tournament. So it sounds like... Ramo and the guys turned it around a little bit on Tuesday night. We'll see if that continues with NBA 2K League action tonight. But wanted to check with you guys about what you thought. And so I threw out the the prompt on the Locked on Pistons Twitter account. Got a few responses, and I know there's a bunch else out there. Sounds like you guys are excited and should be. Uh, we should all be hopeful and we should all be excited. Maybe I should be stop being such a stick in the mud sometimes. Start with Diesel. Matt Derry. Derry speaks on Twitter. Of course, the host of Lockdown Lions, friend of the show as well. Derry, who has been very close to the Pistons organization and the NBA as a whole. He knows his stuff about this league. Uh, former you know, update host and, and studio, pregame, all that stuff for WDFN back in the day. And as time went on, he stayed very connected with the organization. Matt says, Troy is extremely connected and well-liked around the league. I think it is awesome. He's had other opportunities in the past to leave OKC and has stayed there. This is a good sign for the Pistons. Agreed with Diesel there. Dustin Shandivel says, Being 100% honest, my interest in the Pistons before this hire was at an all-time low. The signing gave me new life. Seems like the perfect guy to take the reins from Ed. Hard not to get excited about this move, end quote. Ex- uh, agreed there, Dustin. Gabby down in Puerto Rico says he's all in. Love it. And then Bravo says, excellent pick. This may be the best pick of the decade for the Pistons. Hopefully, we will see even better achievements. Looking forward to listening to you and to your input. I wonder how this is going to impact us in drafting and developing. I credit Ed Stefanski. Hope he stays here, too. End quote. Thanks for the kind words. Bravo. Really appreciate it. But, yeah, you guys are excited, and you should be. This is a nice pickup for the Pistons, and maybe this is the beginning of a new day. Maybe... This uh, modest, young, small core, maybe Christian Wood gets locked up at a reasonable rate. Maybe Seku takes some steps in year two. Maybe Bruce Brown continues to round into a well-developed leader of this team, setting the tone defensively. 
Maybe Svima Kailuk continues to develop. Maybe Luke Kennard either gets traded for nice assets or is healthy going into next season and shows that he's a piece for the long term as well. I know he's got a lot of fans within the fan base, and, and rightfully so. He's a very good player. And maybe uh, you hit on a pick this year. Maybe Kyrie Thomas shows some things. Maybe the veterans step up. Maybe Blake Griffin's healthy, and this is a playoff team next year. I don't believe that, and I don't necessarily think that that's a good thing for this team long term. But whether it's excitement about December, basketball coming back someday, whether it's thinking about the playoffs next year, again, not my cup of tea, but whether it's thinking about developing a roster that can be competitive in a couple years and be super competitive in a few years, and Troy Weaver kind of building that thing and going forward as good as possible. There's reason to dream. There's reason to hope. Spencer Torkelson, the NHL draft lottery, Troy Weaver, Sekou Dumbuya, a lot. There's reasons for hope, right? It's 2020. We can look ahead to the next decade. Uh, I know times are tough on a lot of different fronts right now, but uh, things like Troy Weaver, things like the Lockdown Pistons podcast, things like the Pistons fan community, maybe we got some hope. Maybe there's some reason to get out of bed, keep that smile on your face, and keep going positively in Metro Detroit and beyond. But that wraps up this edition of Lockdown Pistons Now. Tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On NBA. Have a great day, and we'll talk to you guys later.